Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life Told by a Stranger, the podcast where we pose the same four questions to each guest and get life advice to put our minds at rest. I'm your host, Daniela Lake, and today I'm here with Doug. Hi. <laughs> Doug, tell us about where you grew up. Uh, I grew up, we traveled around a lot when I was growing up, so I was born near Chicago, but um, we lived for six years in Saudi Arabia when I was a little kid, and then went to Alaska where I went to high school. Mm -hmm. So why were you in Saudi Arabia? Um, my dad was an economist, he, he got his PhD in economics, and he wanted to teach, but he was having trouble getting his uh, credentials approved in in Illinois, so it was taking some time, and he went to some conference, and Aramco, which was the oil company there, recruited him, and he came back from the conference and told my mom, I think I want to move to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and uh, he wanted to do that because he wanted to see the world, and the thing about the Middle East is it's in the middle of everything, so it's really easy to travel mm. from there. Did you like it there? Um, I, you know, I, Saudi Arabia itself is not a particularly interesting or pleasant place to live. It's very hot and dry and deserty, and there's not a lot uh, there, but um, I like traveling a lot, and we lived in a little compound that was owned by the company, so um, I went to an American school, um, mm. and it was a little bit like living in probably like a small town in Arizona or something day to day. Mm -hmm. Do you have any siblings? I have a sister who's oh. younger by about a year and a half. Are you guys close? Uh, pretty close. She doesn't live in the state, so um, I don't see her that often, but... Uh, my parents always joke that they think we got along really get along really well because when we were little traveling, we didn't have anybody else to play with, so we had to get along. Um, although mostly, I just remember fighting with her on all those trips. So <laughs> get along is relative, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so tell us about your job. What do you do? I'm a screenwriter, mostly, uh, primarily. I also direct and produce a little bit, film and and other things like that. And I've written for video games and plays and some prose. Um, I also teach screenwriting, so I kind of have a lot of jobs around writing. Video games, like you've written stuff for video I games. Wrote, um, I wrote one video game, and it was kind of a choose-your-own-adventure text-based mm. adventure game, but with a little combat engine. So um, it was on Facebook and on Kindle um, called Nightmare Cove, little, mm. little adventures. So I wrote all the, the text and figured out the different branching storylines. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the four questions. Okay. Question number one, if you were to write an autobiography, what is one story you would have to include? Well, I think that probably the most entertaining story from my life is the premiere of Sweet Home Alabama, and, uh, which I wrote, and how I don't know how to live on the A-list in Hollywood, because <laughs> that's not the writer's life usually. Um, so one thing about just like the day of the premiere so one thing is when you're going to these things, you're told there's tons of publicists from the studio, and you're told if you have any problems, like find a publicist, ask a publicist, they'll be able to help you. And they were these little name badges. You can identify them. So they sent the uh, uh, town car, a limo, to pick us up at the hotel that I was staying at, um, myself and my three guests. And what happens is they take the limos to a little holding area around the corner from the theater, so you arrive in the right order, so you can walk the red carpet in the right order. It's a big secret. It all looks uh, random. It's not random at all. It's completely controlled. Um, and so we're sitting there, and, and um, I was uh, among my guests. My cousin uh, was one of my guests, and, and she had her purse, and then we all had, like, cameras and things. Um, 
back then you didn't have them on your phone necessarily or they weren't good. Um, and so I asked the driver, could we leave our stuff in the car? Was he going to be the driver for the night so we could leave our stuff in the car while we were in the screening because the party was in a different place, so we were going to have to move to a different place. And he said, well, he wasn't going to be my driver for the night, but it was going to be my car for the night so we could leave the stuff we wanted in the car. And I said, great. Um, so the car pulls around the corner. They take my guests off to some back entrance, and I walk the red carpet, which was completely embarrassing because <laughs> no, nobody, there's all these photographers, and they're taking all these pictures. And then it, when it's my turn to go, the publicist tells them, this is a screenwriter. And everybody's like changing film and cleaning their lenses because no one wants a screenwriter's picture. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I walk the red carpet. I get reunited with my guests. Um, and then we're coming out of the screening, and I'm thinking like, oh, I don't know how to find my car because normally they give you like a cell phone number or something like that to call if you rent a limo or something. And like the, there's like a whole bunch of black town cars out there and my driver's going to be a different driver so I don't know how to find my car. So um, I saw by the door of the theater a publicist and I said, well, they always say look for a publicist. So I went and asked her, um, I walked up to her and I said, I'm Doug Ebach. And she said, oh, I know, and which I thought was weird because I don't think I'd ever met her before. Um, and she had this clipboard that she was like clutched to her chest like she didn't want me to see what was on it. Um, and I said, well, I don't know how to get my car. And then she started laughing at me, and she showed me the clipboard, and it had my picture and, like, the producer's picture and all that. And she goes, my job right now is when you walk towards the door, I call your car. And she said, when you came over, I thought you were leaving, so I called your car. Just go ahead and get in the first car. It'll be yours. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I went out, and I got in the car, and it was mine. So, <laughs> um, and the thing I started to realize is, like, oh, on the A-list, you're not supposed to think. You're just supposed to, like, move, and things magically appear in front of you. So, um, so that was kind of the, you know, I just wasn't used to that kind of lifestyle. I kept trying to overthink things. Um, and, uh, and it kind of went on like that all night, but that's the key part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Question number two, what do you value the most in a person and why? Um, I would probably say integrity um, because particularly in my business, but also I think in life, um, but in my business particularly, like a lot of times people say stuff that they don't really mean and um, it's very hard, right? Um, uh, so I just like people that you can trust and when they say something, they'll come through. And I think also in life, that's really good. People promise things and then don't follow through or they're not, they're just not willing to be honest with you. Um, and so I think that ability to be able to rely on people and for people doing what they say is a, a trait that I really admire in yeah. people. Question number three. So putting aside money, fear, and insecurity, what is one thing you would love to do if there were no stakes and you had all the freedom in the world? Um, the biggest thing was I would love to go to Antarctica because um, I've always been fascinated by Antarctica and like just you know the, the continent itself and the science of it and everything. I'd love to go to the, um, actually the South Pole Station, um, but even just like a cruise to Antarctica. Um, and I've been to five of the seven continents, so mm. if, I, if I hit South America and Antarctica, then I'll hit all seven, and I think that's kind of cool mm -hmm. to do. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool, because some people, their whole life, they only stay on one continent. Right, or one town. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, question number four. What is the greatest piece of advice you have to offer? Um, so there's a quote about whether you believe you can do something or believe you can't do it, you're probably right. And I really think that's true that, you know, you can do, I mean, obviously you can't do anything, you can't fly, but, um, <laughs> but um, you know, reasonably within your capabilities, you can actually kind of do anything, you just have to make the effort. Mm -hmm. So um, so my big piece of advice is if there's something that you really want to do, you know, don't put it off, don't kind of like think about it later, get to work doing it, you know, um, 
it's all about uh, you know, m making that first step um, on the journey. And this maybe comes from writing a little bit because you know, screenplays, screenplays are generally about 110 pages long and mm -hmm. it's very hard if you've never written one before to sit down with the 110 pages, but you know what, you start with the first page and you, and you just start going and that's kind of the way to, to write something and I think that's the way to accomplish anything difficult is to just start and do it. Yeah, because starting is like the hardest part because after you start, it's kind of more, it flows better, right. but just getting through that first step is always the hardest part. Yeah, like when I'm in the middle of a first draft of a script, you rewrite everything too, but you know, when I'm on page 60, you know, writing page 61 doesn't seem intimidating, but writing page one seems really intimidating, so mm -hmm. you just kind of have to get into it and, and start going. Yeah. You know? Okay, so let's get into our holiday questions. Okay. What's your favorite holiday and why? Um, I would probably say Christmas, um, and it is because of all of the, um, there's just, there's a lot of ceremony or a lot of events around Christmas. I like winter too, so Christmas is a winter holiday, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and it's fun because it's not, it's like, I believe, I'm not a big believer in Christmas creeping earlier than Thanksgiving. I do like to kind of keep it in December. But oh, yeah. <laughs> Some people are like, it's November, Christmas is started. Yeah, yeah, or even like you see in stores, September, they've got the Christmas decorations for mm -hmm. sale and stuff. And I, I don't really like that, but I like that Christmas is not like a one-day holiday. It kind of, you know, there's, there's all these, uh, it's a whole season, really. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. So what's your favorite holiday memory? Uh, my favorite memory would be, my, probably my favorite Christmas was um, when I went to college, um, my parents actually moved back to Saudi Arabia. So um, they were living overseas while I was in the U.S. And rather than them coming to the U.S. for the holidays or us going to Saudi Arabia every year, they would generally fly my sister and myself to meet them somewhere for, different, for Christmas every year. We went somewhere different. So one year we went to Vienna, Austria. And we kind of had like this perfect postcard Christmas where we went, we went to um, an opera Christmas Eve. Hansel and Gretel at the Vienna Folks Opera. And then as we were coming home, it started snowing. And then on Christmas Day, we went for a walk in the Vienna woods, which had like four inches of fresh snow. And it was wow. just like, it was like right out of a postcard. Yeah, uh, that, so that does awesome. sound like it's right out of a postcard. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. I've never seen snow before. Really? Yeah, oh. so <laughs> I'm waiting on that. <laughs> we do get it in California. So <laughs> you, can, you can get to it. Yeah, like Big Bear or something. Right, right. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week, so stay tuned.